Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I am your host, the sexy, the sultry, the polyamorous. Oh wait, no, that's not a good one. Crap! I'm a committed man, geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Brendan. I'm not even going to try and match that. <laughs> Christ. When have you ever tried to match me in your life? You, are, you, you know can't I'm, compete with this. Do you know this. what I love about you? What? Your modesty. <laughs> I'm humble. You are. Actually, I was having a joke about that with Emily before. I was like, I'm the sexy one. I'm also the more humble. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, your modesty is... Um, you need to put it back in your pants, too. Oh, well, there is that, too. Now... What a big weekend. Oh, man. I'm shagged. I'm, na- I'm naked. The, the heat doesn't help. <laughs> no. I need a cool beverage or a super duper. <gasps> Do you have any super dupers? I don't even know what that is. Because if the Ice listeners... Blocks. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. Oh, I've actually, got, like, I think I have, I think I have this, some of the um, Hydrolyte Ice Blocks <laughs> from oh, when you get no, sick. Oh, no. I had to scull, like, two litres of that once when I was really sick. Yeah. Warm. Because there Ugh. was... That they didn't have the liquid, they had to use all the ice blocks, pour it in a two litre oh, jug. Oh, yuck. And I had to skull that. Yuck, no, yuck, no, yuck, no, yuck. No. But no, huge weekend. How many things did we do? Oh, uh, between between the entire Geek Speak crew, we yep. covered. Uh, you went to the Lego. Well, uh, Brisbricks. Brisbane Bricks. Lego Fan Expo. Yes, we, you went to the Lord of the Rings. What, what was it actually called? It's the Lord of the Ring. Uh, I call it the Lord of the Rings Symphony Spectacular. Because I was thinking, like, Lord of the Rings Live. Oh, kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You went to... Same night? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Girly Geek host uh, Anna and myself, we went to the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil. God, that would have been just amazing. Man, it was the most, like, visually spectacular thing I've ever seen. And then yesterday... Ever, ever? Ever, ever. Ever, ever? Ever, ever, ever? ever. (laughs) And then yesterday, whole crew... We all met up. Yep. And went to Zombie Walk. God, there, there was everyone. There was uh, Todd, Wade, you, myself, Anna, Girly Geek Speak, yeah. Russ and Dan Actually, from the crew. do you know what? I think that is the first time all the crew has been together in the one place. Well, the main, oh, well, uh, um, the girls, Tanil and Candice, were there also. They were there as well. I think the only one we were missing was Mel. Yeah. From Girly Geek Speak. She Actually, had yeah. other commitments, I believe. Yes, no, yes, because she's in a movie, I believe. Oh, that's... Well, she we're we're believing a... a lot of things, have you noticed? I believe, I believe. I believe. <laughs> I believe. I believe in Harvey Dent. I do. <laughs> no, a huge weekend. Massive. Where do we begin? At the beginning. Tell us about Briz Bricks. Okay, uh, so This Briz is Briz something Bricks. that my brother has been a part of for years. I think this may be the first year he hasn't gone to it. Well, you said yesterday that he doesn't just go, he's an exhibitor. Oh, my brother is a massive Lego collector fan. Got the scars on his feet to prove it. Oh, I don't know, but this is the thing. <laughs> I was never a big Lego kid growing up. I know that, like, Todd and you and oh, I think no, Russ was saying I love yesterday. Lego. Loves Lego. I was more an action figure guy, mm. but... Growing because there's ten years between me and my brother. Oh wow! So, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he's the best you know mistake my parents ever made. <laughs> um, I was sort of because of that ten year age difference, and I was not being into Lego that much mm. in my you know teens and twenties. I was still living at home then, and I I fucking hated Lego. I, hate I started you. to resent you Lego. Can't, you can't say that just for the fact that everywhere in the house, it did not matter what room I walked into, I fucking walk on Lego, I'd be tripping over Lego, yep. I I just got to the point <laughs> where I couldn't handle it anymore. Nah, see, we grew up with it, like, uh, my brother, sister and I, and I think, I've only got one complete set, like, we'd get random stuff, like, police <clears throat> stuff, um, 
all the city stuff. We, we love space. Yeah. I love the space set. My best set ever. It was the only one that I had the full base for, and I had every single set was the Ice Planet one from, I think it was about 92, 93. Okay. I got the uh, big... Um, the big ice station base for mm-hmm. my birthday when my parents were actually in America. Okay. And I remember we had a babysitter for like a month and we're building this before school. And she's like, come on, on the school bus, you got to get to school. I'm like, you don't know me. You can't tell me what to do. I'm going to build my Lego. But I still got it. Like uh, when uh, Emily and I got together, because I was in the process of moving. I've got this massive box of every Lego set we ever had. Because mm-hmm. Dad was just like, get it out of the house. And we would spend just hours every day in the air conditioning, just building all the old sets, like this Shell service station that yeah. folds and is a parking garage. And then, uh, what was the last one? Oh, Creo. Transformers got into it. Oh, okay. The problem with the Creo stuff is if I want a car or a robot, I've got to build one. If I want to change it, I've got to pull it apart, <laughs> rebuild as the other thing. Now they've got these construct bots, which is you build it and it will actually transform. Actually tra- that's kind of cool. But see, yeah, I, I just... I, Lego for me... See, I was never that into it. of it. Yeah, I was never that into it. Saying that, you know, I hated it being all over the house and nah. all that and with, with Ashley playing with it all the time... Uh, in saying that, I mean, there were some things like that just blew me away because he was the kind of kid that wouldn't just build the sets. The set. He would just he get could do the, the... He could just build anything. I, I, I remember... If you I get me to build years, a car right now, yeah. I will build something worse than a three-year-old. Oh, man. Years before that, that Lego started releasing the actual DC comic stuff, oh, yeah, Ashley yeah. built a Tumblr. Oh, wow. And, man, he was a kid. Yeah. And he did, like, but... And for one year for Christmas, he actually made, built me an Ecto-1. Oh, that is cool. And, I mean, I love... Don't get me wrong... I loved that sort of stuff, mm. and I can really I can appreciate the talent that that he had with it. But I just wasn't a Lego kid. But see, this is why Lego is amazing: is because it is for the kids, it is for the adults. The oh, stuff that everyone. I saw at Brisbricks that just blows my mind. Like there was this Lord of the Rings set that uh, he'd used all the sets for. No, Hobbit, mm-hmm. all the Hobbit sets which you can go and buy at Kmart. But he'd incorporated them into this massive base and made this whole story. There was this, uh, they'd use some of the buildings from the Lego creator sets or like the more, it is for the older market. Yep. Like big um, town hall buildings and stuff. But it had Iron Man War Machine flying around, Superman oh, and this Zod. Is the photo you posted on, on The, the photos are Facebook, on Facebook. Yeah. I chucked up an album. He made his own Ecto-1 that was light and sound as well. There were Ghostbusters busting Slimer in the, uh, he'd taken the uh, Monster Fighters Haunted Mansion and just changed some of the colours for it to make it a bit different. Cool. Indiana Jones is in a cave in there. There's Batman facing off against Joker. Whole Dark Knight Rises scene the with fight the scene, I, I saw that. But then there's just everything. This guy made a working version of Doombin Racetrack. Holy crap! He used the um. He put the horses on the, like the car or the train tracks. Yeah. And he had a little remote, and the horses would race. See, I find that impressive. Actually, just, that is why Lego is amazing. It may it just made me think of something. My favorite Lego thing ever. Yeah. You wouldn't know this. Uh, you know Adam Rose, the Aussie yeah, yeah, yeah. comic artist, and he's been on Geek Speak Live a yep. couple of times, friend of the show, friend of Kaboom Comics. I grew up with our families were two very close friends. Yeah. Adam's dad was, and I think still is, big into Lego. I can remember going over to their house as a child, and he, Adam's dad had made, just out of his own mind, a 60s Batmobile. Oh, wow. A little 60s like Batmobile. Adam West Batmobile. Adam West Batmobile. He'd made um, a Batman and Robin 
Because this was all... This, man, this was in the like, 80s I do know 90s. there are people who paint their own minifigs. He'd, he'd got, like, a Lego man, painted a Batman suit on him. He'd got one of the bike helmets. Yep. And ripped the front off and stuck two little ears on it. I, lo- I would go over and play with that as a kid. That was probably my favourite Lego thing ever. Because it was the first it was. time You're I'd ever... Batman fan. It was the first time I'd ever seen... Lego Batman, yeah. and this was twenty years before they before actually released. There it. actually was Lego Batman. Uh, the, this was the cool thing about Brisbricks is you had there were a couple of vendors. They a lot of them were selling just stuff that you can go and buy at Kmart or Target for twenty percent off right now. Anyway, mm-hmm. there were a few older sets, and there were people selling ones in like Snaplock bags, stuff from the eighties, nineties that you may you know older stuff, but prices were huge. It was good to find little minifigs, which are all the blind-packed random ones you get. Mm-hmm. Still can't find a hazmat guy. <coughs> damn, it, damn it! But just some of the, these creations that people make. Like someone had made Hogwarts Castle. Now, you wearing a Hogwarts t-shirt right now can appreciate this. Yeah. Ashley had the Hogwarts. He, he, he'd, again, taken the sets like the Chamber of Secrets set and other ones, but had made almost a full-scale version of the Hogwarts castle used in the movies. My brother would probably know all these people too. Like I said, he'd, he'd done displays down there previously. Talk about us having a play date a couple of weeks ago. I should mm. hook you up with my brother <laughs> so you and he can have a play date because you'd lose your fucking mind. So much Lego. <laughs> yeah. He you named know, his pet bird Lego. Oh my God. You know what the best thing about Brisbane was? What? There was actually so few people like you and I, like just geeks. So many families. Oh yeah. Because it's it, it's a family thing. And the, the the looks on these kids' faces when they're seeing the stuff that it was like carnival flowers all over again. Mm-hmm. Like just seeing the looks on their faces that made it for me. Can you remember years ago? I'm talking the early '90s, like Maya Center. How they used to have tops at the Maya Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I, the I never actually went there. We were just talking about this recently. I've never been because they used to never have went. they used to have massive, massive Lego displays. Um, like in the school holidays, they'd have things well, that you like do it in big like, animatronic. Uh, but this was like a big. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like destination event, and again, it, I said you're going back over. Meyer and stuff now, where at Christmas they'll do the yeah, full no, scale. So this Santa was this was like Yoda, proper displays that you would walk through, and they'd be animated. They'd be like sort of animatronic. Well, Lego that's displays. what Brace Bricks was like. And this was, like I said, over 20 years ago. So got to remember going back then. Mm. That was just like wow. Now, interesting thing, Russ from our crew mentioned yesterday, actually. Yeah. Because you know how I, I put it up on Facebook. It was last week. Uh, Mega Factories was looking at the Lego factory. Yes. Which was really cool. So they're based in Denmark. They go everywhere. Russ said the cheapest Lego in the world, Norfolk Island. Yeah. I don't, I, I, know, I don't know how. Right. He said yeah. it's actually cheaper than buying it in Denmark. But apparently, there's like no sales tax or something on it, so that. Instead of being a $150 set, you're getting it for, for like, like 80. 70 80 bucks. Yeah. How is Norfolk Island the cheapest place for Lego in the world? I don't know, but when are you booking your tickets? Oh, <laughs> I'm leaving tomorrow. I already oh, okay. got the tickets. I, as I was talking to him, I was on a webjet on my phone going, yep, book, book, book. <laughs> so much Lego. Uh, let's let's stop talking about Lego. <laughs> so much Lego. I love Lego. I, okay. Seriously. You had fun with us when we did our Batman, uh, a while back, we did the Lego Batman video. Yeah, actually, Geekspeak, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. And I brought up my Batman sets, I had the Batwing and the Joker Copter. You can't tell me you didn't love playing with those. I'd prefer it if it was an action figure. 
Uh, see, I, I was a kid of everything. I had Lego, I had the action figures, Mighty Max, the little micro oh, I had those. I had the Batman versions of those. Oh. Where there was like the Val Kilmer head and the Jim Carrey head as the Riddler and you'd open them up. And, and, and it wasn't even Val Kilmer as Batman, it was just Val Kilmer's face. Yeah, it was just Val Kilmer's face. And now 20 years on, it's like twice the size. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't knock Val. So that was Saturday. I went along. Yes. And then Emily Saturday and I went along. night. Saturday night, you... Now... You took Girly Geek Speak host Anna. Yes, and, and her our partners. Partner, and your partners. They were actually meant to come to what I went to. They were. And they were very. I had to show them the program yesterday. They were very disappointed. They double, they booked, they double booked themselves, and that's. You what won you, out. That's what you get, I guess. <laughs> I didn't for, get them, you did. For double booking. Yeah, no, they, uh, they ended up coming along to Cirque du Soleil. What was that like? Because. Cirque du Soleil, when it's in Brisbane, is usually at the heart, uh, the port and everything. Yeah, it's a massive tent. tent. Is that where they did it? No, this is at the entertainment centre. Oh, See, okay. I've never seen Cirque du Soleil before. Neither have I. Now, I can only go by what I've seen. This, to me, I don't think was your your proper traditional Cirque du Soleil experience. Mm. This was three-quarter concert. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, man, it was phenomenal. Um, in terms of just the, the Michael Jackson side of it, the thing that made it great was... All the songs that they did, it was his band. Like his, his actual his band actual throughout the band, years. Yes, throughout the years, were providing the music. The vocal, they got all the master tracks of his original recordings and just stripped it back to the bare, bare vocal. Just his vocal. Yeah, and, and with the live music playing and the visual stuff that some of these guys were doing. Man, it was... I saw in the program some of the suits they're doing the... Is it Beat It or Billie Jean? They've got the light-up suits. Oh, man, there were light-up suits all over the place. In Billie Jean, towards the end, these guys came out and um, they had... So they were kind of like athletic track suits is the best that's way the to describe it. That's the one I was thinking of. It's like an Adidas suit. track yeah. suit, yeah. That's the one and I was thinking of. they put the hats on and then the beat for Billie Jean started. Lights went out in the arena. And they're just the hats... The shoes and I think the gloves. I think that, but because in the photo, it, oh, there was a strip thing, it down kept changing. Chest. Oh. It kept, in, in one part, like the strips down the side, their shoes, the hat, the gloves, everything was all time to the music. Man, it was just amazing. Like Jess was sitting beside me with her jaw just on the floor at some of the stuff we were seeing. There was one guy. Okay, he was doing these just mind bending tricks, break dancing, flipping. All this Did he do sort the, of stuff? T- the Michael Jackson tilt? Wait where for it though. Ooh. He was on crutches. He only has what? he only has one leg. It was just amazing. You know how you see guys um, with soccer balls? How they like you know what's it called? Sort of juggling, juggling like the soccer ball. Sack. Yeah, juggling the soccer ball with yeah. their feet and everything. He was doing that with crutches. He was alternating between the crutches. His one what the hell? his one leg. Man, I cannot do justice. To some of the stuff that this guy was doing, Damn, I'm kind of, I'm kind of pissed. I missed this in now. In Thriller, he came out in like full-on sort of mummy gear, mm. um, with the crutches, and he's doing flips and oh man, it's just, I could talk about it for hours and not do justice to how visually Is this amazing they bring it was. out on DVD. So like, just they don't seem to bring too much stuff out on DVD. I feel like being a Michael Jackson thing, though, there's yeah, I'd a almost, possibility. I'd almost like to think that they would, but the thing is, I bought the soundtrack to this show, right, mm. two years ago. Oh, I, bought it, I bought it towards the end of 2011. Yeah. It's only just getting to Australia now. Yeah. It started... World tour. Yeah, it started touring. It is an actual world tour. Yeah. It started touring late 2011. It's only getting to us now. I've had the soundtrack for nearly two years. 
So I don't know if it will if they will release it on DVD. I don't know how much longer they've got to I go. I hope they do because I really want to see that. So now. this show was called Michael Jackson the Immortal. Yep. There's already another one that's playing in Vegas at the moment called Michael Jackson the One. And I watched the preview for it last night mm. after seeing The Immortal on Saturday night. And I tell you what, I don't care if it takes another two years. I cannot wait. hope it comes here as well. Because it is just mind-blowing. If you, It is the closest, obviously, that anyone will ever, ever, ever get to seeing that man a concert experience. Now that he's Now that he's passed. passed. But, oh, man. It Geeks Big rating out of five. Five. Oh, wow. It was my you, you don't throw fives around willy-nilly. I don't. The That's only, like your second one ever. The only downside to seeing something like this is now any sort of concert experience that you go to <laughs> is going to be like, well, it didn't compare to... I don't think it's a fair comparison nah. either, but, oh, man, it just blew me away. And Anna loved it. We were up dancing, and she was woo and carrying on. She was a big-time woo girl during the entire woo! concert. Yeah, she really was, and I was sitting next to second her. Second issue in a row, I've done a woo! <laughs> I felt the same. Yeah. At my thing. Less dancing. Less dancing. We were... In did the... you cry? Oh, you bet your ass I did. <laughs> I'll cry more when they do Return of the King. So yes, I went and saw Lord of the Rings Symphony Spectacular, as I'm calling it. Yeah. It was the Two Towers film. Okay. So basically what they do is they Never show... Never seen it. They sh... Get out! <laughs> okay. Just, uh, I need to say this to the listeners before you go on. Yeah. I'm not a massive... Yeah, okay, I'm wearing a Hogwarts shirt. The Harry Potter films is sort of as far as I go into fantasy. It's like how I'm not a massive sci-fi guy either. I'm not. Calling, I'm a geek, and I'm not really big into sci-fi or fantasy. I know it's weird. You're just. You're a terrible but, person. Man, I've tried to watch the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah. I've tried to actually watch them with Anna. Um, Anna and her partner James and Jess roped me in one night, and I tried to watch the films, and. I just, man, I was bored out I'm of serious. my no, fucking I'm, mind. I'm going to get the blue, uh, the extended editions. I'm going to bring them around. We're going to sit down. You're going to watch them. <laughs> you have to do this, a Clockwork Orange is, style. Is, Lord I... of the Rings is the basis for so much fantasy <clears throat> I know. fiction these days. Harry Potter draws a lot of its inspiration from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It's, it's timeless. See, I didn't think I'd like Harry Potter. When I sat down and watched yeah. that first film, this is 11 years ago, yeah, I was like, this now. is not my thing. I don't really care... We rented it because Ashley was young. We thought yeah. he might like it. Put it on. <clears throat> pardon me. I loved it. Mm. Tried to watch Lord of the Rings. Bored out of my no, fucking mind. It's funny you say 11 years because it was the same. Because seeing Two Towers at the end, the copyright 2002. Yeah. Like, damn, that is a long time ago. Yeah. The first Harry Potter film came out just as you and I would have graduated yeah. at the end of 2001. So basically what this was, was they show the film mm-hmm. up on a big screen. Similar to what you said with uh, Michael Jackson, they strip the audio bar the vocals. Yeah. So they've pulled all the music out of it, and a lot of the sound effects. So when you hear fighting, you wouldn't get as it wasn't as loud. You hear an orc scream. All those sound effects had been dulled, so I suppose to pull down the music score. But it's accompanied by the Queensland Symphony Orchestra. Now, see, I do like a live orchestra. So this, unless you've heard yeah. a live orchestra, you can't. Yeah, it's well, phenomenal. Well, this was at River Stage. Absolutely Love packed. That venue. We were gold section, third row, almost dead center. I chucked photos up on Facebook. You, you can see where I was sitting. It is insane to watch that whole strings uh, section. Just those bows going up and down in unison really quickly. It is it's mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. And there were some times where you'd, you'd get drawn into the film and you'd forget that they're under it because it was just so seamless. I think that's probably what you're meant to do, though. 
and suddenly the choir would be singing like, oh, damn, I didn't even see the choir stand up. Mm-hmm. There was this little kid uh, in... There was there was two choirs. There was the older people and the uh, the kids, because there are some songs where they use uh, very young voices. Mm-hmm. They didn't have anything to do for the first half. <laughs> they just sat there. They couldn't even watch the film. But these voices, just the guy on first chair on violin. Yeah. See, for me... I had to see this one. I missed Fellowship of the Ring last year. Mm-hmm. Two Towers is both my favourite film of the trilogy and the soundtrack. Okay. Partly because it's the music of the Rohir- the Rohirrim, uh, the guys from Rohan, all the horse riders. As much as I have a phobia of horses, I love the Rohirrim. And this guy, when he would just... Uh, there's some parts where it's just a bit of a solo first. Yeah. I was just... I was weeping. <laughs> just we. Emily was just... Same as Jets at Michael Jackson, just the jaws open, just big grins on our faces. I think the best part of it was was finding out just how much music are in these films. Yeah, you don't, re- and that's that's the thing with music and music scores in particular. A lot of the time, you don't even realise it's there, and that's because that's I've got the, the soundtracks, purpose. and you get all the songs, and you listen to it. It's obviously not three hours long. No. In the entirety of two hours, it was the theatrical version, not the extended. Because so you'd we're still be about, sitting there. Yeah, about three hours, there were probably only three, maybe four moments of maybe 20 seconds each yep. where there is no music. Yep. There is always something. So obviously the soundtrack, there's a lot of reprise and they'll double it up. Mm-hmm. But there is always, in those films, some form of score. Yeah. I want to do it... Uh, hopefully they'll do Return of the King next year, because Fellowship was last year. They did do Return of the King earlier this year in Sydney. Okay. That I'm really looking forward to. Hopefully Adam James can get to that one if they do yeah, it. Yeah, well, th- those are the moments where I'm going to cry. When Eowyn says, I am no man, and stabs Nazgul in the face, I cry. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, come on. It's <laughs> ten years old. At the end, where uh, Aragorn is being crowned and they go up to the hobbits and they bow to him. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, 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 my friends, you bow to no one. And the entirety of this procession bows to four little hobbits. I'm sorry, it takes me a week to recover. Okay. One thing I will is do the next the time, time... I'd be waking up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I want to do if I go to Return of the King, we're on the chairs. Mm-hmm. I have back issues. Sitting on a little fold-out metal chair for three hours, eh. Man, the river stage it, is such a good venue. You don't, oh, you just take a blanket. It was, it was good to see the intricacies of the orchestra up close. Yeah. Especially for the favourite film of, you know, both film and soundtrack. It's Emily's as well. So to see all of that up close was worth it. Next time, honestly, picnic blanket on the grass, up on the hill... Don't have to see it all up close. Be comfortable. Yeah. Get a lay hobbit down. hamper full of food. <laughs> well, we missed out. They sell hobbit hamper. You can't take your own food and drink. Oh. Took 10 minutes to get in the line for a coffee, and you get to the front, and you're like, oh, this isn't actually the line. So th- there were some problems with it, but yeah. just the amount of people walking out of River Stage that was humming or whistling or singing some like the songs. Yeah. I was still doing it the next day. I'm still doing it now. It's just... I think the best word to describe it was mesmerising. Awesome. Because I love the orchestral stuff. Mm -hmm. I would love to see, I know it will never happen, but the first, any of the Transformers films, but Steve Yablonski's orchestral score from those, of all those soundtracks, 
I love them more than the standard soundtrack. See, I know that they've done... Um, I've never been able to see it, but they they do it quite often. They do it with the Bond films. Yeah. But they'll do sort of compilations of... They'll show the well, scenes Well, these guys the have one live. coming up that video games, that Bioshock, Final Fantasy, I think Mass Effect. A few games that I really don't care for. Yeah. I know they do do a Final Fantasy only one that our friend, big Final Fantasy fan, he sees it seems to be every three months in London oh, where God. he lives... Uh, Emily and her brother got to see Symphony of the Goddess, Symphony of the Goddesses, can't remember what it's called. It's the Legend of Zelda one. Okay. Only had one show in Sydney, whereas in America, touring around every state. Yeah. And they got the Doctor Who one coming up at they the... They do, the Entertainment Centre. The Entertainment Centre. I think it's in January. It's Wanted early to do next it. year. Tickets are ridiculously <clears throat> expensive. Yeah. And as much as I like Doctor Who, I'm not a massive... This, I was happy to pay 150 bucks a ticket for. Wow. Anna and James should be very disappointed they missed out. Yeah, but they went to something just, you know, just as cool, in my opinion. Mine was better. Eh. <laughs> Last le- thing, huge weekend. Capped it off with uh, Zombie War. Oh my god, that was a hot day. Man, it was... I feel sorry for some of those people in full, thing... like, ca- camo gear. And... Earlier in the morning, because Anna stayed at uh, at my place, because, you know, coming yeah, down from did. Toowoomba, I, I kept saying to her, because it was warming up as the day went on, and I said, I just... By the time the walk happens, the poor people that are going to be in makeup, prosthetics, just head-to-toe black. I mean, I was in a black T-shirt with shorts, and I was... The sweat uh, was and you see some of these people in like urban combat gear or full uh, demon wear and all the prosthetic and blood. I was like, looking at them just going, fuck that. It's kind of the opposite of when we're in Gold, uh, not Gold Coast, for Sydney, Sydney for Supernova. It was, where it was freezing, freezing and, and raining. And you've got all these girls in little skimpy cosplay outfits and you're just thinking, it was the complete opposite of that. Oh, yeah. I, a fantastic day. I mean, good on the people that were committed to it. And there oh, were yeah. people that were from the, even before they walked in the gate. That were staying committed to their zombie character. Oh yeah, that, not even for the walk. They were there hours before, and they committed were committed to the zombie the character. Time. Good on them. I love, I love that sort of stuff. But I just, it's not for me. I couldn't yeah, do see, it. I'm, I'm not a, and at the same time, I'm not a big zombie fan. No, I zombies aren't really for, our thing. Yeah, I don't really care for Walking Dead. I just. I like zombies when they're done right, but I'm not ingrained in this culture. See, the only but zombie how thing cool that I ever liked. Walk around with them. Yeah, I like that. That part was cool. When we got out on the walk, I, I was feeling a bit not not so much down. It's just the heat was getting to me. Yeah, I and we were in the sun. Up. We were in the sun filming for a long time. Yeah. I think there was a bit of heat stroke going on. Once we got out on the walk, we were doing stuff. We'd walk along with the zombies. We we're getting some great footage for the videos. And I, there was this one girl I, I was shambling next to, just for you know, playing up for the camera, pretending to be one of them. Going, <laughs> oh, I hope they don't realise. And th- these guys, they didn't need cues. I looked over at her, like with this look of, oh god, I think she's realised. She looks at me, and her face just straight away goes to <laughs> grabs me. I throw myself on the ground. I've still got the injuries from it. <laughs> so I'm rolling around on the bitumen. She's jumped on my back. She's Biting into my neck, it was just, and it was so perfect because I didn't, I didn't go up to her and say, "Hey, let's do this." Let's ham it up for the camera. She knew exactly what I was doing. There was these other guys that would come. I was like running in front of them. They're running after me and jumping in front of the camera for Wade. They just knew what to do. Yeah, I was yeah. really impressed by some of that. And then, which is the reverse actually to some of the cosplayers that we've interviewed at Supernova? Because I, I was a bit worried because a lot of them stay in character, but when we try to interview them, they they don't quite. 
they're not quite able to articulate themselves or they don't ham it up. No. These zombies, that's what I love the most about it. Yeah. Was that they just stayed in that character. We did the loop around. Yes, we did. So we could meet the walk coming back, get them coming. Honestly, when they were standing that gate at RNA Showgrounds on Gregory Terrace, and you looked the entire way up Gregory Terrace, the hill. Oh, it was and a great all sight. All it was was a line, like it, the road was just full. There were thousands. I think uh, we got to speak with Anthony, one of the organisers. Yes. I'm pretty sure he said over 20,000 people. Yeah, not we, surprised. We seem to break the world record, Guinness World Record every year, but apparently Guinness are a bit... There's a lot of red tape to, to go with it. Okay. So they're happy just... They're like, yep, we've broken the record. We know it. Yeah. The people have fun. And how good was it having the whole crew there? Like I said, that's the first time all the crew has been together. And man, there's a reason why we get on so well. It's yep. because we get on so well. Like Anna had her first live interview with someone. She got to interview Trog. Trog, yes. With three Gs. Middle G is silent. Yes, Trog is a, uh, a puppet for those a puppet who don't from, know. Was it Larrikin? Larrikin, Larrikin puppets, puppets, I'm puppets. sure, yeah. yeah. Her first interview, she was a little nervous. I was telling her... You couldn't tell. She, she can... She now knows why I have a couple of beers before I ever go out and do this sort of stuff. Yeah. You know me, I'm not a drinker. No. But, you know, out of it all, great day, whole crew, some fantastic costumes. Unbelievable and costumes. What was your favourite part? Um, the fact that I'm not really a zombie person, I was going to say before, the only zombie thing that I've ever liked is the film Zombieland. Yeah, um, that was cool. I, I, to be honest, my highlight of the day was actually after we'd left the zombie walk and yeah. went back to where all the cars were parked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just as a crew, we had a bit and, of an, an unwind. Yeah, we, we, stopped, we stopped in at the Bottle on the way to the car park and bought a... Was it a six-pack? Just a six-pack. See, I'm not a drinker, so I don't... Nah. But, uh, yeah, we just un- we sort of had time to unwind around the cars, have a good chat, good catch-up. It's after it's all done, yeah. You do that debrief and you just... You, you're talking about your experiences from the day. You just have Because we'd broken up in, in separate teams, too, so... For the start, so I was with Wade. You were with, I was with Todd. Todd. Dan and Russ were getting their own footage. Yeah, so we sort of all came together and talked about what we'd all seen and yeah. what this was funny, this was great. Oh, geez, didn't this give you the shits? Yeah, a little bit. You know, it was that was my favorite part of the day. I think th- there was f- something a little funny there that happened then. <laughs> is this with Mum and Dad? This, <laughs> yeah, this is with Mum and Dad. Uh, they they were kind enough to give us a lift home because we're pretty much on the, we're on the way home Out to Toowoomba, yeah, main road. So like, yep, yeah, boys, give us a lift, like sweet. And, and like, it was literally like mum and dad because Todd and Wade up the front and well, the three no, no, kids no, because I called shotgun. Well, yeah, this is still. I'm like <laughs> shotgun. I run in, jump in the front seat, close thinking, the door, chuck on my seatbelt. Todd will get the shits. At yeah, this, I'm and thinking, it'll be funny. A bit of a joke. I'm seeing how long it's going to take Todd to crack the shit. Because Todd had a, had cracked a couple of drinks by this. Stage oh yeah, yeah, too. yeah. He was three sheets to the wind. He was. It wasn't Todd that cracked it. No, it was Dad. <laughs> it was Wade. Wade <laughs> walks up, opens the door, goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like I'm, I called shotgun. He's like, "Nah, that's not how it works. It's Chewy and it's Todd's." I'm like I didn't hear him call it. Chewy! <laughs> See, look, I called it. Nah, get out. It's not how it works. And like, usually it's the <laughs> person and I are in the back. Anna and I are in the back just giggling. Usually it's the person who actually takes shotgun that cracks it. That cracks it. Not the driver, driver doesn't care. Todd was just like, what's going on over here? He was oblivious to what you'd even done. He didn't even know you'd gone to the front seat. No. It was, it you really... couldn't put one over old dad, though. Oh. <laughs> that, and that whole drive home. How hilarious was that? It, was, it really it was. was. like mum and dad Dad's and driving. Mum's... 
half cut in the front <laughs> yeah. seat, yelling at random bystanders. Skirt over a head and <laughs> three kids in the back. Just going, are we oh, there yet? Mum are and we dad. there yet? It's only a five minute drive, but are we there yet? Yeah, it was good fun. But and this is what I love about the Geek Speak crew is we are a family. We Pretty do much. have mum and dad. We are the kids. <laughs> and it was just, I think good. Uh, it was really good too because I haven't been able to do much with Anna. No. And it was really good. We did a lot of uh, stuff with the videos See, together. Anna for years. Helped each other with the interviews. And just this whole crew coming together. Like, this crew, everyone in it, just fantastic, yeah. amazing people. Been, I couldn't ask for better people to work with. In the almost two years that Geekspeak's been going, there has been a few cast shuffles and people have left and kind yeah. of gone for obvious reasons and different reasons and everything. But I don't know, I just think... Well, it's since, the same with any job, people come and go. Since at the start of this year... When are you year, off? <laughs> I was about to say, the, since the start of this year, I think they've Todd and Wade have really found the crew that it was meant to be. Yeah. The first part just, was trial just and error. We work so well yeah. together. Everything's... We uh we blend. We do. There's no egos. And it, we blend like a warm hug. <laughs> yeah. Give me a hug. Oh. You can't see it. You can't see it. Which but is I probably good for nips. you because you probably <laughs> lose whatever you've eaten during the day. How many free hugs did I get from zombies? There were quite like, a few free hug wearing oh, zombies, the, and yeah. that was one of my best parts. Two zombies walk along, free hugs. You and Russ, Steve, get over here. <laughs> I run over, give him a hug, have a bit of a giggle, run off. One of them says something, yes. and then Wade just looks at me and goes, did that zombie just say, man, that guy was weird? <laughs> yeah, the person in full zombie makeup walking around Brisbane on a 35 degree day going, <laughs> turned to you and was like, gee, that guy was weird. Yeah, this is what Geekspeak have to deal with. Just quickly, before we sort of wrap up the show, yeah. have you had a chance to watch the second episode of Fangasm yet? No, I haven't. We were just talking about that before I came up here. I think uh, Emily's getting it right now, so when I go home, we'll Okay, because, yeah, last episode... Oh, sorry, last issue, yep. we made you all aware of the show Fangasm. The second episode has since become available. Yep. I've seen it. Steve has yet to watch it. So I reckon next issue will give you a bit of a rundown. Yeah, well, we said last issue we wanted, we ran out of time for games in the yeah. last one. We're almost running out of time for everything well, now. Well, we... Well, we ended up doing a lot more than we thought we would. I, I Briz Bricks was a maybe. Mm-hmm. There was just so much on the weekend, we had to talk about this. So next issue, we will be following up on the things that we were going to, all the game stuff. Yeah. Because I've still got Scribblenauts Unmasked. I wanted to give an update on how I was doing with Injustice. You'll have Pokemon by then. Pokemon X and Y come out on Saturday. Speaking of which... Actually, no, I will give that a bit of a sizzle. You remember how I said they broke Street Date? Some yes. Canadian stores? I read an interesting article yesterday about what Nintendo did about that. Oh, I could imagine they would have done a lot. Oh, usually you'd get a strongly worded email yes. saying, no, this doesn't matter, we're never going to give you stock again. Mm-hmm. No, they actually... No, I'll give a bit of a sizzle. 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 I'll sizzle that. And so Pokemon X and Y will be out, Scribblenauts Unmasked, Injustice, and by then... Arrow. We will have seen Arrow, the first episode from Season 2. I did watch that year one, though, just quickly that we talked about. Was it two um, hours? No, it was only a standard episode oh, length. Oh, because they said it was two hours. No, just standard 40, 44 minutes thereabouts. Yeah. But it was a good little catch-up, good little refresher. It, it was the ready. recap. They, yeah. it, it's to fill people in that haven't seen it for a while and are trying to remember how everyone relates and yes. what's been going on, the villains. Watched it, got very excited Ooh. for this week. Well, we'll be talking about that next issue. Until then, be sure to check out all the videos at YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Follow us on Twitter at GeekspeakAU. Send us an email for any thoughts, feedback you may have, things we you want to hear more of, things you don't want to hear more of. We do love constructive criticism. 
So send an email to geekspeakau at gmail.com. And for anything and everything else, and photos of Mars, sexy body, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Brendan. Geek out! Ah, uh, uh, another podcast done, Dustin. Time to take the pants off. Oh, crap. What? I think we forgot something. Oh, we forgot someone. Oh. Hi, Hi Grace. Grace.